I don't deserve this, you say, but you know that you totally do. You're tied up in your own bed, bound up in bondage made from shirts and underwear, and your own briefs are wedged right up your ass crack. No matter how you squirm, you can't escape. Your tormentor is watching over you, telling you that you're getting what you deserve for bullying his team. All your paddles, which have been sitting on the dresser of the hotel room, are now going to be brought to bear on your own ass. Exposed and vulnerable, you had brought them to punish whoever you got your hands on, and now you're paying the price. Even worse, the door to your room is open and he's pulled open the curtains. Anybody passing by can watch and enjoy, including all the guys you had spanked before. Welcome to episode 48 of Dudes Spankin' Dudes. This is not a podcast about failed donut franchises, nor is it a podcast about the mining disasters of the Old West. This is a podcast about dudes who spank dudes and dudes who are spanked by their dudes. And this episode is hosted by two dudes. Hello, I am the sweet, or known as the sweet online at least. Hello, sweet, the sweet. I am Scott, known as Red Spank Scott. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So I am a relatively young Spanko. I started getting spanked in 2018. It's been almost four years to the day, like, as recorded. Um, but I've been into spanking for much longer. And I've been into people being tortured or uncomfortable for much longer, let's say. Yep. And we met at Hot Seat Retreat in the spring, which is your first big spanking event. That was my first big one, yes. yes. I think my first words to you were either, where's the food, or can I give you a wedgie? <laughs> it might have been the wedgie, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, but then you also came to Badass Weekend in October, and this episode is going over some of the stuff that happened at Badass Weekend. Yay! Uh, Yay! <laughs> but uh, listen, we've got some business we have to take care of first, but it is it is bacon-related business, so that's also Woo-hoo! fun. Um, so we are just a couple weeks away from the return of Claw in Los Angeles. It's now called L.A. Leather Getaway, taking place on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I'll be hosting a spanking party at the event. I recorded a short extra about the party if you want the details and are interested in attending. Uh, the party will be on, some ta- on Saturday, November 26th at the Weston Bonaventure Hotel in downtown Los Angeles from 4 to 7 p.m. It is free to people who are registered to attend the L.A. Leather Getaway. For those who are not registering for the event, if you're not going to be there for the weekend, there will be some sort of passes or armbands available for $20 for people who just want to attend the speaking party. I would like to try to, again, urge you guys to support the event if possible. If you're willing to come out, rooms are super cheap. It's a super fun event, and they're so speaking friendly there. Um, which isn't always the case for a lot of fetish and BDSM events. So I really, really want us to put in to, to be part of this event. Right? And then um, we need to talk about Hot Seat Retreat for just a little bit for, two, uh, for 2023. 
we will be recording something a bit more formal with Jaden and Doug as we're ready to actually open registration. Um, Hot Seat Retreat is scheduled for March 16th through the 19th in 2023. And our plan had been to open registration by now. Um, but we've hit some snags that involve credit card companies, banks, and payment processing. I won't really get into the details. It's confusing and it's complicated, but it's something that's actually happening um, in a wider area right now involving any sites, events, or apps that have anything to do with sex or kink issues. Um, this happened also with WAPS, Jaden's app, for, for guys who are just banking. Issues with payment processors cutting them off or banks not willing to work with them. Um, we're hammering out these problems, and we may have to change the way that we register people this year. More details will be coming out as soon as we can. I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew about that because people were worried that they were missing registration because they remembered from the previous years that we had, at this point in the past, we had opened up registration, and people wanted to get their rooms. We wanted to plan their trips, and I feel you all. Um, there will be more information forthcoming. If you're not signed up for our newsletters, Go to hotseatps.com, sign up for the newsletter. That way you'll know about any updates that we do and you won't miss out. But if you didn't know and you're wondering what's going on, do not worry. You have not missed out on your opportunity to potentially get a room at CCBC or anything like that. Whew. All right, so that's a lot. A lot. Now let's get into the fun. Badass weekend. So HSR was your first event, Hot Seat re uh, Retreat. Um, so yep. – so, Coming into Badass Weekend, did you have any expectations or anything? I expected to see people who I have seen before. Um, I expected it to be more, uh, let's say, more centralized, like more, like less reason to leave the um, resort area. And I expected it to be much more human. Um, <clears throat> and it wasn't as humid as I thought. The mornings were much colder than I had hoped for. Um, but my other expectations were met and then some. I felt much more comfortable here since I feel like I had established myself in HSR and there were people um, expecting me, if not excited to see me, and likewise to other people. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. This was my fourth Badass Weekend. Um, it was Wednesday. Wednesday was rained out, which that was that was actually the best day to get rained out because it's really not everyone. The, the, the event used to officially start on Thursday, but enough people started showing up on Wednesday because we were flying across country and there were so many complicated issues. People would arrive on Wednesday to make sure that they were there for the whole event. So they started mm -hmm. kind of formally, officially kind of opening up on Wednesday night and having a dinner on Wednesday night. So, um, So there were about – 50 of us who had already arrived on Wednesday night and I flew because like the one time I tried to fly in on Thursday afternoon I had so mm -hmm. many flight issues that I actually didn't arrive there until 1 a.m. in the morning on Friday and I like missed the entire first evening of play and that was super sad so I'd rather be early and pay more and and get to have more time catching up with friends and potentially doing some early spanking than True. missing than missing something so. <laughs> Truly, like that's why I ended up going Wednesday instead of Thursday myself. Um, since also, since I was flying in straight into Augusta from Charlotte, um, the only time that was really available was either way early in the morning, which wasn't going to happen, or way or late at night, yeah. or right like at dinner time. 
Yep, yep. It's tough to kind of, if you're flying across country, and we were both flying across country, it, it can be a little bit of a challenge. Um, and the funny thing is, we were... <laughs> you didn't. You didn't see me. I even. I even called out your name, but it turned out that you were wearing your earbuds. You. Yeah. Walk, I was at a at a gate waiting for my flight, as was another another person from Hot Seat Retreat that we both knew, <laughs> and yeah. we both saw you, and we both yelled out your name, and you just kept on walking. Then we were wondering if we had mistaken someone else for you, <laughs> but it was just you. Uh, you were on a different flight. So you were going down to a different gate because there there are yeah. there are like. You know, it's it's a it's only a thirty minute flight, so there are a bunch of flights that go back and forth between Charlotte and Augusta and Augusta yeah. and, and Atlanta. So you were just like an hour after us, so it was really kind of but funny. The, but there's still like the only excuse that there is was that I was bopping out to my music <laughs> and I was heading to lunch. But like I really was hoping to see someone there. So, but if I get punished for that later down the line, well, the oops, I guess. The funny thing is, like, so I I had to scarf down. Like, I had I had scheduled to make sure that I would have enough mm-hmm. time to eat because it's at all again. If you're flying from the West Coast, you lose your entire day. Mm-hmm. And um, I but my morning flight was delayed due to thunder mm. in Los Angeles, which is just <laughs> the wildest thing. I was like, what? I couldn't believe we were sitting there on the plane. And we couldn't believe it. Um, so it was a one hour delay. So I only had, I only had an hour at the Charlotte airport and I was managed to run over to a, um, a, a Bojangles and, and scarf down some chicken tenders, mm. uh, and rush to the flight, uh, which was not delayed. Cause everyone was like, Oh, don't worry about it. Cause you know, the, the whole wisdom, what we had all been told because flying right now is a little bit fraught. Uh, and there are a lot of issues like, Oh, <laughs> no doubt your other flight will be delayed too. And it wasn't. None of the other flights were delayed, and so... <laughs> well, that's very interesting, because, like, my, I didn't have any issues with my flight, uh, personally, but, like, on the last few days, because I was a part of some people who, like, stayed behind a day later, so we stayed all Sunday, a bunch of people's flights got, like, all mixed up and messed up and delayed, and so it's just a... A very weird time, especially if you're traveling such distances. And, you know, I was worried, honestly, because we have people who were coming from Canada. And I'm like, oh, goodness, I hope you get home in one piece. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about the first baking you you got involved with. It's either a top or a bottom uh, well, when you got there. I am I identify as a sub, and I will never admit to being a top. But <laughs> unfortunately... Um, unfortunately, this past summer, I've realized I have a switchier side, and that's in part due to chatting with this individual who I met at Hot Seat. We gave each other, on the second day there, our first, like, birthday, not birthday, uh, but, like, morning spankings to wake Uh each other up. I was wonderful, he was weak. Um, (laughs) um, and, uh... I hope, I hope he hears this, so he works (laughs) on that for next time. Coincidence. Uh, he's primarily a sub, and he's generally a sweet person. Um, but um, so we end up meeting up since we were sharing a room. Um, when I got there, and our whole friend group got whisked away by Doug, uh, who's also lovely, into his uh, suite, which was basically like the party suite on that first night. 
since there's nothing anyone can really do in the rain. So it's just like, let's just drink champagne in his room. And so I spanked my friend, um, and I think he enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. And one thing led to another, and I got spanked by several other people. Um, I'm pretty sure Doug spanked me. I, I really don't remember. <laughs> at, a certain point, at a certain point, everyone was just like, like the worst combination are gay people and booze. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like it's like driving with dark shades in the middle of the night. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> um, but it was a nice way to like compensate for there not being a lot of like things to do. And if you weren't getting spanked, you were at least having like a good time socializing. So it was very fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the the thing about the room, of course. The resort, you know, it is this this remnant of the fifties, and so there are these these two story hotel um, hotel rooms, and they do have mm-hmm. these nice overhangs. So people were socializing oh, yeah. <laughs> on the balconies and outside of these rooms, and going in and doing play and having fun because you didn't want to go outside because yeah. it was raining everywhere. And but so, I, mu- I must not to interrupt. I must say uh, to anyone who's listening who is having trouble conceptualizing going. I think you should go at least for the amenities. I really enjoyed my stay at the parliament. I actually stayed at the executive and I don't think it was as bad as other people, uh, but um, I was appreciative at least. Um, But the parliament itself, um, it's very beautiful. And it was very nice for people who were like on that top floor because you have like a surveillance of everything. Like there's these two gentlemen who sat outside their door naked every day. And I was just envious that they could see everything. (laughs) Yeah. So in that, I was up there for, for some of that uh, party too. had some of Doug, Doug, we should mention that Doug is, Doug is a champagne. I I don't know what to call it. I think he, I think it's his, I think, he, I think I think it's I think he lives on champagne. I think it's the only thing he consumes. And he brought. I think he, sh- said, I think he said champagne freak off mic. <laughs> yeah, that was totally off mic. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he brought he actually brought his own champagne. He brought champagne because he the last time he came, um, he couldn't find champagne anywhere in Augusta, Georgia. Which I actually thought that was weird because golfing is huge in Augusta, and so you would think that someplace would have a champagne. But but anyway, so he brought a bunch of champagne for us to drink. <laughs> I actually so I had I was up there as well, and I had spent the summer primarily as a dawn, primarily a topping, mm-hmm. and I was actually a little bit worried about whether or not I'd be able to switch. So I didn't do the whole. I kept things very casual, and so I did not record any sort of thing about what my plans were for Battle Weekend because I didn't want to. I've already kind of burned myself a couple of times by trying to make commitments and discovering that like my headspace wasn't in the right spot to do it. So I didn't make any commitments. So I spent the summer topping because for some reason we just kind of had a shortage of tops at Moonburn parties. And the last thing I want is, you know, for bottoms to go unspanked. So I was primarily topping. Um, mm-hmm. So I decided, decided to test out my switching at that party by having a, a friend, uh, a friend who loves a buddy of ours who absolutely loves paddles, just like me. Uh, I asked him if he was willing to give me a good paddling, and he did. And I immediately got into my headspace, just, just completely, just, just there, just immediately. I was like, "Yep, 
yep, this is good. And I spent the entire weekend in just this wonderful switch headspace where I could go immediately back and forth between giving and taking spankings. So that made me very happy. It was, it was just an entire weekend. It was wonderful. So, um, so tell me about, uh, some interesting spanking activities that went on that you were part of, uh, part of it. I know you were kind of, you, we both kind of, well, I was in several different groups cause I just yeah. kind of, I just kind of, Wander around everywhere, but but you kind of developed into a sort of a, a part of a group in there. Tell us about that. Yeah. I did travel around a lot because, um, like, I don't know how to act at parties, and so I'm a floater. I go around in a circle and I just see what's there. To see. Um, even if if I don't participate or not. But there was a nice group that I at least centralized myself in. Um, I called us the nerds, the spank nerds, because um, it's the truth. Uh, a bunch of like D and D playing, anime loving, fantasy novel reading nerds who are just also very kooky. Um, and Croup was like uh, hosting us in his room um, for an impromptu spanking game, and it took us forever to figure out what the hell we were playing. Eventually, we just made up a game where there are two teams, and one person from each team comes up as tribute to roll a paradise, whoever gets the lower number gets spanked. Um, just a nice game where it's just like, you know, you're not, to quote, I think, um, Croup or someone else on Twitter, you know, you're, there are no doms or subs, only losers and winners. Right. <laughs> essentially. Uh, and then that was just nice casual fun to figure out what was going on but also to admire everyone's underwear because that's the thing you pull down your pants and then you are getting spanked on the underwear by hand i should um uh, note by hand and then you're going that way until everyone is paired up and then once everyone's paired up then you pull down the underwear and you go as hard as you feel like on there um it's a nice accumulator yeah, I walked in on the end of that. It was super hot because like everyone was everyone. It was like everyone had been paired up. So I, I knock on, you know, I, I go in and, and open the door and there's just five guys bare ass being spanked by five mm. other guys. I'm like, oh, this is this is nice to look at. Yeah. <laughs> and then I actually end up. It was also a nice way to like get to because I was close to some people in the group, but like not others. And I end up going away with a, a couple that was in the group. This couple from Florida, and um, I shouldn't have said that, but um, they end up taking me over to their room, and one of them tested their implements out on me, and then eventually they both spanked me over both their knees, and it was my first double spanking, and it was very fun. Yes, double spankings are awesome, and when you can take them, if you're a bottom, like mm -hmm. when you're when you're in the headspace to take a double spanking. It's just the best thing, and you feel like you feel like you're king of the world. Like even though you're the bottom and you're the one being beaten, it's like yes, I can take it. That's the thing that drew me to like returning to these events and becoming, so to speak, an event person. Because the, the thing about me is that I'm very shy until I'm not, and I enjoy the um, power of showing. I'm very much an exhibitionist. Although ironically, I had the I had the feeling to be thinking yours more this whole week that whole weekend. 
Um, but even socially, just being like a bit unfiltered and a bit wild and off the cuff um, is very fun to me. Be, um, and I got a lot of nice compliments about it, about my outfits, about my energy. Uh, it made me feel very validated, um, even though the only person who can validate me is myself. It was still nice to see, be seen by other people. And so that king of the world headspace is in that. Like, it gave me the energy of, like, all these people are drawn to my butt. I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were there were a lot of new guys there. Um, I the, I just actually asked. There all together, we had 205 guys at Badass Weekend. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so some of them had come, like you had come to Hot Seat Retreat uh, first, and then went to Badass Weekend for the first time. That was great. So. <laughs> and that comes to a fun story that I have that, that kind of started at one part of the event and ended towards the end of it. Um, and so one of the people, once I realized that I was in a good switch space where I could mm -hmm. go back and forth like that, that meant that, oh, I could try the bully role play where mm -hmm. I would bully guys and spank them. And then I could also be punished for being a bully, which makes, you know, for fun scenes. And so one of the other people who attended was the guy who bullied me at Badass Weekend, the, the primary guy who bullied me and wedged me every day. And it was the one who used the bully paddle on me and got me to yell out my safe word because I was being because I was kind of a wimp, uh, kind of a wimp. Uh, but Aww. yeah, <laughs> so but I got to turn the tables. So what happened is um, uh, for those who listened to episode 33, Isaac. Uh, attended Badass Weekend, and it was his, you know, first big event like this. So um, Isaac, for those who were on there, Isaac is is kind of he is uh, a bit of a one of the littles, a bit of the age players. And Isaac has a fantasy of having older brothers and being bullied and spanked by them. So I was kind of experimenting. I admittedly am terrible at age play and that sort of role play. For me, bully is kind of a mental state, not really a performance, but I do the best I can. So I had spoken with him. I said, well, I, I you know, so him knowing that I, I like to bully and him knowing that he wanted to be bullied. So I, I said, you know, I might approach you later to kind of role play. He could have that older brother bully who, who spanks him. And so he said, OK. So I decided to combine this with the other gentleman who knew who knew that I was going to get revenge on him. And he was fine with that as well, because because he is also a switch and, and he was punished for bullying me at, back, <laughs> at hot seat retreat. So what I had worked out and this ended up being hilariously awkward. So I had worked out when uh, the next morning after doing that, I wanted to track down the, the guy who bullied me. And so what I decided to do is – so Isaac's fantasy is that, is that he had several older brothers who bullied him. So knowing that this other guy was also a switch, um, I figured we could both bully him so Isaac could have that fantasy. And so I – but I was going to be the main bully. And he was – you know, I was going to bully him and then maybe he could bully Isaac later to, to punish him for getting, for getting him in trouble. So I tracked down the other guy in the morning. I said, you. You know, and I, I clicked on the role play. I was like – you are going to find Isaac because you're in trouble and he's in trouble. And I can either punish just you or I can punish both of you. 
Uh, <laughs> and so I said to him, you're going to find Isaac, you're going to tell him he's in trouble, and you're going to bring him back to me. If you can't find him and you come back here alone, you're going to get the punishment that I meant for him. Um, otherwise, I'll split the punishment between the two of you. Just kind of some hot role play, except <laughs> I failed to think about or check to see whether or not Isaac was actually at the resort at that time because I wanted to surprise him because that's kind of <laughs> the thing about bully play is he gave me permission, so but I didn't want him to know precisely when it was going to happen because that's not quite as hot. But it turned out Isaac wasn't even there. Um, <laughs> he was, he was, he was, yes, I, I remember. He wasn't at the resort that day. Something happened, and I won't get into it, uh, but, but for, 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 for reasons – Isaac was not even there. So, and we didn't know. Neither of us knew. So he came back empty. He came back without Isaac. So, so he got punished. So I got to bully him. I did get, so the, the good thing is, I didn't get to do that scene with Isaac. We'll maybe do it at an, on another day, at another event. Um, but I did get my revenge on my bully. And I actually, and I did use the bully paddle on him. Uh, so we did have. So we did. I did get a revenge spanking. Now, me bullying well, him. Hmm? Uh, not to interrupt, but I think it's interesting that he's the one who got punished, but you are the one who failed a spot check. So shouldn't you be punished for that? Yeah. <laughs> well, this would all. I mean, because so the thing was. Well, remember, since I was in switch space, I was in this good switch space. The point was, at some point. I was going to end up being punished for being a bully. So yes, this story doesn't end here. This is just the first chapter. I'm honestly picking on you. Uh, <laughs> um, I am apparently a bully. According to... <laughs> according to who? According to some. Oh, okay. Which I like to say that I'm more of an asshole, but... Yeah. Well, that's Words what a bully is. <laughs> like, well, one of the things we ended up discussing about this, because we ended up chatting about bully pit play quite a little bit between several of us, because it is kind of a newish concept in the scene. That's taken much like wedgies coming into the scene, bullying is coming into the scene, and it's like, what does it mean? And, what if it, and one of the things we discussed was that essentially bullying a bully with the idea of a bully being a switch is the bully mm -hmm. a bully is a brat with power, mm -hmm. right? And so you do a lot of brat-like behavior, but because you're the one with the paddle, you think you're getting away with it. <laughs> it seems like it's a simple, like, transition, because, like, the jerk pop has always been a thing, but it's always been, like, someone who's, quote-unquote, a jerk, but is, like, the teacher, the schoolmaster, someone who is in a position of authority and has earned that in some way. So I feel like a bully is someone who aspires to be that, but in actuality, they ain't that. Yeah, 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 a bully, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that, that we don't really talk about. So, like, if you're doing traditional bully play can be incorporated into, it doesn't have to be part of age play, you can do the authority role play with a bully of an authority figure. But the problem is, like, a lot of bottoms in those situations want to be a headspace where they feel like they deserve their punishment, so they actually don't want a bully authority figure. I would enjoy it, but uh, as a bottom, um, or as a top, honestly, but but not every a lot of bottoms when they want an authority figure, they actually want the they want to feel like they deserve the punishment from the authority figure. But yeah, it can it can be incorporated with bully play. Um, 
So you had um, an interesting session, though, with uh, someone that you had been communicating with before the event. Can you tell us okay. about that? Okay, so this is an epic for the ages, sit down, Um So on, on that first night, I met a lot of people, um, especially this one person that the aforementioned friend mentioned online, and I introduced myself. And offhandedly, I mentioned a lot of mentioning uh, that I was interested in domestic discipline, but never had a chance to really dive into it. And this guy was like, oh, have you met so-and-so? Uh, you should introduce yourself to so-and-so. He does that all the time. Um, and so-and-so, I introduced myself. He was nice, uh, this lovely gentleman. Um, but we didn't actually have a serious conversation until, like, I think the second to last day of, like, the event. Um, and we were in the dungeon space, which, side note, the dungeons are a whole trip. I felt like I was in, like, a 1974 movie going through them. <laughs> um, I would go to the dungeon that's, like, over where they are having, like, the frat role-playing to just go pee. And it was, like, one minute I'm in Suspiria. The next minute I'm in my grandmother's kitchen. <laughs> uh, but that's neither here or there. Anyway, we were in the main dungeon, and we were talking and uh, talking about, like, what he got out of, like, punishing boy. And the different relationships he's had and different sessions he's had. And then he mentioned that he does videos. And he mentioned this one video that I have fact to a lot. And I realized that we had actually communicated years ago. So I had talked to so and so and watched his videos like within the first year that I was meeting people for spanking. And we, he ended up coming in my neck of the woods. I live in Washington. Shout out. <clears throat> and he, I asked if he wanted to like beat up. He said, sure, I can like come down. And then one thing led to another. And I think someone was going to come home to my home because I was going to host sooner than expected. So I said, hey, I can't meet up. But my immature brain, I was like 18 at the time uh, before I went to any event didn't really understand it and I felt like he was rejecting me I don't remember how I got that way but I thought that way and so I saw him post a video on spanking tube and I left a comment that was very nasty like fuck this guy he's flaky oh um yeah I'm not proud of it at all um but essentially we met up at in the dungeon and I asked him if he remembers me and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And at the moment, I actually forgot that I even left that comment at all. I just remember that I did not handle our session breaking wonderfully. Uh, so it's probably no shock to anyone listening that I was in for an actual punishment from this gentleman. Um, and I ended up getting it on the next night. But in between that, we would just, like, pass by each other, and he'd be like, soon, soon, soon. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah. And it's that thing. So, Scott, full disclosure, I am horny. Um, and I've been <laughs> horny for a long time. And with spanking, it gets complicated, where sometimes I in it to get off, but other times it's for other reasons that I'll get into later. Um, which is why I've often had such an interesting relationship with domestic discipline, since it's like 
it's not going to work if I get off on getting uh, my ass beat. <laughs> um, however, with this, there was an interesting cocktail with, uh, not to make a pun, uh, a cocktail with this interacting with behavior that I've actually been struggling with in my own therapy and in my own journey as an adult and where it gets involved in a scene where I don't really want to mix them. And so, but I, I was open to like letting this person know, Hey, I've since grown and I'm very apologetic. So we went off into private to handle this. Um, he lectured me and he gave me um, a really stern, uh, humbling hand spanking. Because if you know this person, um, you know that he has a very heavy hand <laughs> and he can do a lot of, uh, so to speak, damage with it. Um, but even then, he said I was in so much trouble that he was going to bring out like this paddle that he says is only reserved for brats and he doesn't bring it out often. However, he could tell with me over his lap, just like kind of breaking a bit. And he could tell, I'm not here to brutalize you. I can tell that you are at your limit and I forgive you essentially. And we took a second or a few minutes actually to just like talk and aftercare. And he talked with me one-on-one and it was it, the best thing about like these events is that it's a nice time to meet people one-on-one even if you don't intend to get spanked by them but especially if you do and just socialize with them and if anything spanking is an icebreaker i love getting to know different people and where they've been from and what ashamed me so much about my behavior was that i kind of broke that chance potentially and I also brought someone's reputation in the community, like, into question. Um, and I'm very ashamed of that. But he assured me that, like, I can tell that you are a person who's aware of, like, where you're at. You're a person who's, like, aware of, like, your responsibilities and, like, who's come, um, able to grow. And that was nice to be seen for that. And it was nice to, like, have that come to a close as if I'm closing a chapter and like the mistakes I made at that point in my own journey within King. So it was very nice and relaxing. Um, and also not to brag and not to like sour the sentiment, but he also <laughs> said that that was the most intense spanking he gave for the weekend. So for any naughty boys who was there that weekend, I say nana, nana, nana. <laughs> well now 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 you've just like you've 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 presented a challenge now all the other brats no. are going, the other brats are going to have to act up even worse so they no. get harder spankings oh well then i gotta be like the biggest brat yeah it's gonna be like a cold I, war a spanking cold a brat cold war well no it's a hot it's a hot war a hot war yes that's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> true <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the arms actually come out for this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's very interesting. I, I love the idea, like, because um, 
people get very different experiences at these events. Mm -hmm. And one of the things mm -hmm. I, I kind of like struggle to capture on the podcast is the different things that people get out of going to these sorts of events. And that's the kind of story that we actually haven't had on here before. So it's kind of, that's really, really cool. Yes. And it wasn't something that was planned. It was something that was just a matter of human folly and human forgiveness. It's something special that I don't think happens much in life. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, panels. So they have uh, they have panels every year, and I was on a panel this year. Um, about, you were yes on on writing for uh, Mailspank uh, .net, the Mail Mail Spanking Archive. Uh, and there were several other guys, including uh, Tony from episode forty four um, from Hot Seat from the Hot the last Hot Seat Retreat episode, who also contributes on there. Uh, there, were, there were a handful of us. It was really kind of interesting because so oh, I should mention being on that panel actually triggered me into writing a couple more chapters of <laughs> Aaron's game. So yes. if you're out there, if you are a fan of Aaron's game and have given up on me because I haven't written anything about them in years, I have actually written two new chapters that are up now and I'm working mm -hmm. on a third chapter and I actually have an entire story in my head that's going to be playing out, um, hopefully, if I can find the time to write. So that was awesome. It was also that cool. sounds very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was also cool to, to, to hear other people talk about their motivations for writing and how different they are and how different we are and what purpose it serves. Because so, for example, Tony, Tony just writes, <laughs> Tony, write, Tony just writes super horny, he writes them all on his phone. And he just writes yes. like like super horny stories that that are much much like mine are thousands of words long because I write for a living and that's just how I behave, and his are his are much shorter and they're just intended to arouse you. Uh, what like being present at that panel, it just like left everyone being like, oh yeah, I go into my inspiration for my fantasies, and you're like, I have this whole epic and lore, and Tony's like, I just fast. Yeah, and there was a gentleman, gentleman on the story who, gentleman on the panel who had only written two stories, but they sounded yes. like, and I had to, but they sounded really cool stories. If he had really good ideas about them, but actually, I liked the bad people were like, there was part of me was like, oh, he he felt awkward about being on the panel only having written two stories, but I think it was valuable because it shows that you don't have to write like a, a several dozen stories in order to contribute something meaningful to this banking community. And he was writing these really interesting stories about gambling games with men, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's my thing. I mean, I love, I, I, I I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm into adults doing, you know, games of chance and competitions mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff. So it was really cool to have him on there. And there was also someone on there who's into age play um and you know and he writes the more much much more common stories about um you know about uh of people of child age you know the fantasy of mm -hmm. child being but he he also talked about the way what was interesting thing about this was a way of reframing bad experiences from his past uh in a way that was much more positive and it's something I hadn't really thought about. For me, like my super crazy off the wall fantasies that I write about are a way of me reframing a lot of non consensual and dangerous fantasies 
that I have in a way that's fun and, you know, and can exist in a way that can be enjoyed, but can't be replicated in the real world because they're very hostile, toxic, and dangerous if people were to actually do this <laughs> to each other. And I, and I'm open about it. I actually, I, I made a point in the podcast, or I'm sorry, I made a point on the panel. We were talking, we were talking about points of view. And I mentioned one of the reasons that Aaron's game is written in first person is so that it can make it clear that he is very comfortable and happy with a lot of non-consensual stuff happening to him. Yes. Like, the thing that I took away from that panel, as someone who has a talent for writing but hasn't done it in years, it inspired me to, like, get my stuff off the ground and just get it out. Even if I become the Harper Lee of spanking, I think that'd still be worth it. <laughs> um, That's what we but, like, need. Also, <laughs> but also because oh I guess Atticus Finch could like get it but anyway um anyway the main thing that I took away from it is something that I've heard a lot because I even though I don't write I draw I'm an artist um and I hear all the time make art that you care about and that's the sentiment that was shared on the diverse panel um you have people who were coming at it from very different perspectives but they all had such convictions of like, this is what I enjoy. And adding it to the community is just a nice way to just, just present it. Um, that in it of itself was very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can't, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you can't be yourself like in life, in art, in anything, then I don't know who you are. Then I don't know who wants to be around. That. Yeah. You participated in a panel in a different way. You volunteered for one. What did you do? Yeah. Okay, so there is the caning um, panel that was about... There are several caning panels. And yeah, I there were two. Panel. Yeah. Um, I think I was an audience volunteer for the first one, um, which was hosted by this lovely gentleman who I didn't get a chance to play with, but I hope to sue in the future. Um, and he was just asking for people to come up and get caned. And I've had a really interesting relationship with caning that started at Hot Seat um, between these two guys who were hosting canings out of their room. And they repeated that at BAW, too. But this time it was a challenge. Uh, the uh, There were a couple, and the bottom of the couple was like, okay, so if we can get this many people to get caned, then the top will get this many canings. <laughs> so come on into the dungeon uh, for fun, but also for sadism. <laughs> um, but it's so like, but essentially, I, well, the first time I got caned, it was a nice release for me. It was a nice um, spiritual experience, is how I describe it <laughs> dramatically. It made me feel like. I'm out of control and that's all right. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to hold myself as I get older to just beat my best, essentially. I took about, I want to say, 18, maybe 20 licks, or 24 because sets of six licks at HSR. I took 12 because the thing about me is I'm greedy and I got a lot of spankings done um, at BAW, so I couldn't take as much uh but it's something I want to continue with. And if they're listening, shout out to that couple who brings that. And that also individual, all three of them who bring Kading 
to this space and introduce it to people. I really appreciate you. Yep. I also, that was actually, I had promised them. So I was, I had planned because I knew that when they came to Hot Seat Retreat and, and I knew they did this, I had planned to at Hot Seat Retreat. But as I, as I noted on that podcast episode, I was in, I was not in a, as much, I was in a submissive headspace because <laughs> I was oversee, you know, because it was making sure everybody's needs were being taken care of, but it didn't actually facilitate it really decent bottoming so it was very very distracted and it wasn't able to get a good bottom head to be so i didn't do it but i did this year because i was in that super hot switch do anything headspace so i did mm-hmm. finally get caned by them i took mm. four sets of six i think or did, no five i think five sets of six so i took 30 um and yeah and i liked it they um have tentatively there they i might i might get came by them again in just a couple weeks um they have tentatively planned to be coming out to the la leather getaway and hopefully they'll come out to the staking party and hopefully i will be came by them again um if not yes hot seat retreat yes they are very skilled and um what i could say is you know the 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 top who, who gives the caterings focuses on building up you know, so it's not, it's not, if, you know, if you want, if you want six of the best, he would probably most certainly give them to you if he asked. But his plan was to get, you know, lots of people with different, you know, tolerances into caning more and more, you know. And so, because I, I've been caned before, but I'm just super inexperienced. And so it built up. Um, and I probably could have taken an, another two sets of six, but, um, but yeah. Um, well, that's a good thing about the, them as a team. And I think I mentioned this to them at, at nauseum, like the top works cause he builds you up mm. and then the, uh, sub works cause like he keeps you even he's there yeah. holding your hands and keeping eye contact with you and comforting you. If you, especially if you are not well versed in it, so it's a very nice environment, even though a piece of wood is coming in contact to your bare skin. Yes. Um, <laughs> which I mean, that's what spanking is, isn't it? It's like my butt hurts, but like it feels good. <laughs> yes, my butt actually is currently in that situation. I got a really right, really nice moonburn was yesterday, and Doug mm. had a party yesterday evening. And I got my ass positive. I got flogged. I got my butt flogged and spanked at Moonburn, and heavily paddled last night at uh, at uh, at a party. And yeah, I'm I'm not sitting comfortably, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> All right. So there are a lot of other fun little things that happened throughout the events involving spanking. So there was a spanking Uno tournament. Well, I don't know if it was a tournament. It was a bunch of guys playing Uno with spanking. I, I, play, I participated in that. I got, I got spanked a lot, and, <laughs> but I only gave out like three swats. I, I, the, cards, the cards were not in my favor with that. Um, there was a spanking wrestling. You, you, you participated in the spanking wrestling, right? I did, and I won. Yes, that's right. And no, that's a lie. That's a lie. No. <laughs> Um, I was in, I think I left in the second round, which is more than I thought it would, but like, I had a lot of fun just even watching it. Um, it was a lot of diverse 
fighting styles and people, different experiences. And my favorite one was my friend um, that I made at HSR and a friend who I made it here. Um, uh, they were fighting on the longest fight. And the um, the taller of the two, like, is actually trained in jujitsu. Yes. And so he brought that expertise into it. While my um, other friend is just an asshole. Um, <laughs> and he just, like, was able to just get through through sheer a mix of stubbornness and spirit of the will, I'd say. So it was very fun. And as a gay person, I got sports finally. Watching. <laughs> definitely, um, definitely got the homoeroticism of wrestling, certainly. Yes. Yeah, I, um, I refereed it again. Yes. It was a little bit enthusiastic, perhaps a little bit too competitive a couple of yeah. people someone had to drop out because two people actually kind of one person tapped out because his his he was having issues with his neck and his shoulder so it, there was a little bit of awkwardness there but yes it, that was unfortunate but it seemed like everyone walked away a unscathed and b like appreciating the chance to do it um but definitely let's in the future take a breath and take a step back on um, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I was it was a bit awkward for me because I'm like, of course, like, like, oh yeah, I'm just just frankly, just 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 refereeing this casual wrestling match, and they're doing like these advanced college holds, and I don't know what would be legal or illegal, you know, mm-hmm. as far as holds if I were actually refereeing wrestling, and so we're kind of trying mm-hmm. to make spot safety calls based on very, very, very limited information. So, but it was super hot. A lot of super hot spankings there because, of course, the winners spanked yeah. losers. Oh, truly. Um, I think that the person who, like, won was, like, one of the hottest spankers there. But, like, there was a lot of hot spankings going on, um, including mine. Like, let's get it. <laughs> um, but next year, um, I definitely want to be just, like, the hot uh, chick coming out doing the scores like <laughs> round one and i'm in a bikini bottom or something i'm retiring is what i'm saying um yeah uh we're not sure if it will be back um i know uh i know croup who organized it said that if it comes back they'll have to make some changes for safety i True. mean and we even adjusted this year we, we got a whole they got a whole bunch of mats yes uh to make sure it was I safer heard. and it was still it was still a little bit of an issue so We'll see. Um, now you saw so Stephen, uh, who was on the most recent, just the last episode, episode forty-six. Um, yeah. Uh, who, who came on? Uh, he did the organized the the improvised uh, play, so to speak. The 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 spanking around the parliament. I ended up missing. Unfortunately, I played to attend, but I ended up missing it. Hanging out at the pool, um, chatting someone up um, who, who spanked me. Um, so it was for completely selfish reasons, and I am not apologetic, but I, I do wish I had <laughs> But you saw some of it. Tell us about it. Okay. Yeah. I missed the beginning of it. I was probably getting spanked or something. Um, but essentially what it was, um, was there was a whole play going on that spanned the circumference of the parliament, and then the crowd followed it. Um, 
my friend and I described it as like performance art with Spike. Um, and essentially the plot of it was there's this neighborhood cul-de-sac that's full of just like men, no mothers and daughters for some reason. <laughs> um, and, you know, all the paddles have gone missing, but the boys need to be punished. And it's like a little Alice in Wonderland. You go from one father and son who's like in trouble to another. Um, highlight of the uh, spanked around the parliament was this one duo where the father, who's this lovely gentleman, uh, we both had breakfast with him one uh, morning. Mm. He is a bad actor. <laughs> <laughs> and he is just like, he could not get a hold of like his lines. He was like, where'd you get this lighter? How do you know that this lighter came from there? And then his son's like, I told you. Um, uh, but it was very fun and honestly hot seeing them. Um, but also it all culminated in the paddles being discovered to be almost lit on fire in this like wooded area behind the common area. And the boys in charge of like stealing the paddles who are like, I had to protect the neighborhood boys. So we had to like get rid of them. Like they obviously end up getting paddled. Um, right. And that's the finale. It was all very cute and cheeky. And, and apparently um, Jaden was a boy, but I missed that part. Um, sadly. Oh yeah. Uh, but it was fun to be witness to. Um, it, it reminded me of an old fashioned man's hands film, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of, it's funny you say that because the, 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 the plots, most of the spanking videos these days, the amateur ones that we're doing, they're, they're lovely and they're hot and you get to see guys yes. take, take awesome spankings. But they they are kind of lacking uh, yes. <laughs> some of the some of the goofy plot lines of some of the, the yes. videos of videos of your. Um, the only one that I see really doing that honestly is that French one, uh-huh. uh, SPK. They're kind of continuing in that tradition. I just don't know what they're saying. <laughs> but congratulations to to those Frenchmen. Uh, yes, parlez-vous. Uh, yeah, if so, see, if I got into spanking porn, it would be for the purpose of bringing that back because you, you know, I write, I write five thousand word spanking yes. stories. Obviously, yeah. obviously, I couldn't do spanking videos that didn't have a plot. Adapt Aaron's, <laughs> adapt Aaron's game to film. <laughs> it would have to be an animated feature, which would be, which would be enormously hot. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, so let's, uh, let's go back to where, what comes around, goes, what goes around, comes around for this particular bully. So, mm. um, once again, the, the wedge, the involvement of guys into wedgies, um, mm-hmm. into our spanking community continues to grow, which is awesome for me. There were, there were several of us there represented at Badass Weekend, um, and I actually had some discussion about we might be pitching, let's see, we might be pitching a panel about wedgies for next year's Badass Weekend if they're at all interested. Because there are now a lot of us. It's not just like me being a weirdo about it. But there was like, <laughs> I want to say about like 10, between 10 or 12 of those of us also in, you know, in your in the Spanky Nerd group, a lot of overlap mm-hmm. there, of, of uh, mm-hmm. particularly among the younger guys who really mm-hmm. like the wedgies. And one of them was really into 
wedgies connected to bondage and using yeah. you know using underwear and shirts and stuff like that to create bondage situations. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I had asked him um, if he would be interested in being the one orchestrating my punishment for being a bully. Uh-huh. And so he jumped at it, and I said, I, and I so, so I told him, yeah, I want you to do wedgie bondage because you know that would be the perfect way of tormenting the bully is treating him. You know, that's because that's what bullies hate. Bullies don't want the the way that you deal with the bully is you do to the bully what the bully does to other guys. So I did. So so it was be wedgies, and I said, you know, and I because I was in such a good switch space, and it's just yes. This is just wedgies. I'd love it if you incorporated plenty of spanking into it. Um, so I was going to be wedgied and punished. And so after the final dinner, uh, my room, the room that I was staying at was right next to the tent, like adjacent to the big tent where people were gathering and having dinner. So anybody who was walking by, if the door was open, the window was open, you could hear what was going on in there. So it's going to be very, very sort of public. And so the story that that he worked out is that he that I that the guys that I had bullied some of the guys I had bullied were on the football team, and he was the captain of the football team, mm-hmm. and he was mad at me and and he did this lovely twist to it because he understood me and I really liked it. So he was punishing me, not for being a bully, but he was punishing mm-hmm. me because he, as the captain of the football team, is the one who gets to bully. The other guys in the football team. <laughs> so this was about establishing status, right? So I was being punished for for stepping out of line, and the 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 big bully needed to step in and assert dominance. Uh, and it was super hot. So yeah, he bound me up in so really intense, um, pretty intense wedgie. Uh, bound me up with my arms behind my back um, mm-hmm. and that I could not get out of, laid me down on my bed, and then he used my own spanking implements on me. Um, and I posted, there's a, uh, oh, the, the, the spontaneous <clears throat> thing that he did that was amazing and I loved it was that he took my bully paddle, so the paddle that has it, the word bully inscribed on it. Yeah. The famous paddle. Yes, and he incorporated it into the bondage. So he twisted it into the knots of the the T-shirts and stuff that he was using to restrain me and had it sticking out. So when I was lying on the bed, there was a paddle on my back that said bully on it. And I was also, you know, stuck in the wedgie and my ass was bright red. Um, And so we we took pictures of it, and there is a pic. That picture, one of the pictures, is up on my Twitter feed at Dudes Spank Dudes. If you want to see it, if you haven't seen it, look it up. And so it was all very, very super hot. And then the guy, so so he put me through several of my implements. I think five of them. uh, Really red. Really pushed me a bit. And but then the uh, the guy I had bullied, who previously bullied me, so the cycle continues. He uh, let him, because he was one of the guys I bullied, um, give the final swat um, with the bath brush. And actually, the last set was all with the bath brush, which I also like because I think I might have told him that. So I've grown to as much as I love. The Jukari paddle will always be my favorite, but I've actually really mm-hmm. grown to enjoy the bath brush as a bottom because, oh. it is, because it is also intense. Like, that's the weird thing about me. A lot of guys 
hate the more intense it implements. The more intense an implement is, the more it fascinates me and the more I want to experience it, particularly if it's a large wood heavy impact kind of thing. So I've grown to really enjoy <laughs> bath brushes as a bottom. So the last that was in the bath brush, it was particularly, it was specific, specifically 30, I think, which was equal to the number of guys on the team. And so he was one, and then he came up with a name for each person on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to count them out. Um, and the last one was our, uh, was our buddy. And he took the bath brush and gave me the hardest swat that he possibly could. Uh, and so it was, it was super hot, super hot. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, that sounds very hot. Yes. Yep. And I loved it. And that is like the fantasy. I like, I kind of want to work on it. it it's I, I, this is the LA. This is what happens after living in LA for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I want to workshop this role play. Um, <laughs> But there has been, like, ever since from the start of this podcast, when I brought up about the fact that bullying has always been the mode that, that turns me on for spanking, I've been hearing more and more from guys who are into it. And we've just kind of been throwing throwing things against the wall and seeing what makes it work. And I'm really, really brainstorming the idea of the bully switch. The bully switch as an identity that could be used for – because it fits into a lot of different kinds of role play. Because the challenge mm – -hmm. like, one of the challenges for a switch is – how do I fit into these dynamics when you can technically kind of fit into all of them, but that creates a weird situation when power exchange starts getting involved in the role play and people need certain things mm -hmm. to happen to get in their headspace. And you're like, how do I fit into this? How do I fit into age play? Like as, mm -hmm. as a switch, because I don't really feel that stuff. And so the idea of the bully switch, I think is a mm -hmm. dynamic that we can use for guys who are switches who may feel kind of left out on some of this role play to, to work a way into it. Yeah. I see what you mean. I don't think I have the word to quite share my thoughts on it, but that's a definitely like a mind opening concept. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say something profound, but then I kind of just got to check my thing. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to get profound when you're talking about bullying. I start getting into weird spaces when I talk about it because really what it is, it's about trying to make more conventional S&M, BDSM dynamics about the alpha male and the submissive male work, sure. in, a, work in a spanking environment where, sure. heads, where headspace is kind of important and you the bottom sometimes kind of needs to feel a certain way in order to be able to take the spanking. Well, truly, because like, I also understand that my goal for BAW was to get more role plays done. I don't think I got a lot done because it is all about like, sometimes your head's not into it. But one thing, we didn't talk about this before, but I'll talk about it real quickly. It was my like dinner time punishment thing. There's this lovely gentleman who I um, have been talking with for years because he's kind of local, just very busy. And the only times we ever actually see each other and play or at these events. But the first time we've actually ever played was at BAW. And I didn't expect him to be there. And when he first like arrived, he said, all right, so I'm going to pull you aside at dinner. I'll find an excuse to like, take you away and I will punish you. Because like I mentioned that that was one of my fantasies on Discord. And I guess oh. 
just silence. Um, and so while I was trying to like focus on my food and focus on socializing, I was also like in the back of my penis. I mean, my head. Like, <laughs> so when is it going to happen? And it ended up happening like kind of accidentally. I left to go to the bathroom and my seat got taken. Uh, and I don't know how complicit it was in the punishment, but like, I was like, well, okay, I'll just move. And the only seat that was available was the person in question seat. And so he comes back and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he takes me away. But I thought he was going to like take me to a room, take me to the dungeon. No, he takes me to the side of the dinner area and paddles me hard, um, harder than like I was honestly wanting. But that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Like it was pushing me in a way because that's my own thing that I like to get out of it. I like to be pushed to my comfortability and see, ooh, what can I take? Oh, yeah. You can't always do yeah. you can't always do that at events, but luckily it was with someone who I trusted who had a paddle. Um which is an instrument that like I don't always go to, but it's like I can handle. Um but it was very fun and he was it was very classic like kind of I guess it was technically leather daddy because he was like dressed in leather regalia and he was like making fun of how hard i was getting and he was smacking my penis like what is that why are you do why are you doing that and i'm like because it's hot (laughs) and it was i don't get embarrassed easily but like i got embarrassed because it's like wait but this is dinner and everyone's kind of there and i was embarrassed that people were looking but i also was embarrassed that people weren't looking but they could hear um it was very exciting and it properly took me off guard um honestly so and that's something that doesn't always happen though i get it so i'm glad that we both had like moments yeah 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 yeah, i did not know going into badass weekend that i would be able to pull out that wonderful wedgie body bondage scene as a bottom (laughs) and i'm so (laughs) happy that i did and I'm happy for you too, because I think I know the individual in question, and I will give him a scolding for putting you through that torment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually might have him on the podcast in a future date to talk a little bit more about wedgies, because he's he's really really super into mm-hmm. it. He like he just brightened up. Like, he he was doing wedgies all over the place. I wasn't the first. Per- I wasn't the only person to end up in wedgie bondage there. So 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 we'll be seeing more of him in this banking community. Um, if it's the person who I think we're talking about, then the spanking world got to get ready. Hitch your britches. <laughs> <your> <laughs> um, yeah. So with that, we have we have been talking a lot. Uh, yeah. So, but that tends to actually happen in these podcasts because we have so many wonderful stories. And part of doing this <laughs> is that both to you know for people who can't make it to to have a sort of virtual experience. And also to kind of encourage people who are out there and who are curious and don't know whether or not they want to attend these events. A lot of a lot of possibilities. This this could have been you on on one side of one side of the other of of these scenes. If we have time, I want to say real, real quick, if you are listening to this and you have not gone to an event, I recommend just going to your first one if your finances allow. And just putting yourself out there. Like, I still feel very awkward at these things, but I'm apparently, like, popular, which is weird. 
Um, Cause I feel always so out of it when I'm there. And the thing that gets me through it is just being like, hi, I am so-and-so. Um, would you like to play? And that's the, that's the main thing about it. Like if you know what you want and you verbalize that, you will find somebody, you will find several someones who are willing to accommodate or at least talk with you about it. Um, it's scary, but it's very effective. And so just take a chance. Also fly American, in my opinion. <laughs> so, but with that, um, I hope everyone found this. So, so needless to say, you enjoyed your visit to your I first did. time at Badass Weekend. Uh, I did. I really, really hope that everything aligns for me to come back next year. Um, like, quick advertisement for next year. I am going to be louder, bigger. I'm going to spank more and get spanked more. I'm going to take more canings. I'm going to be wearing fabulous outfits, fabulous, the shoes, the hair, everything. So get ready. <laughs> get ready. And if you feel like you're ready, you're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, just as a reminder, our, the buddies who organize Badass Weekend also organize yes. spanking parties at Mid-Atlantic Leather in January. So before then, before even Hot Seat Retreat, between my party, between the Bad Boys Spanking Party here in L.A. and Hot Seat Retreat in March in um, Palm Springs, in mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., there's going to be a spanking, a spanking parties at Mid-Atlantic Leather. So keep your eye out for that. Um, but with that, sweet. How do folks reach you if they want to get in touch with you and ask your questions? All right. So the problem with being ADHD is that I can't make up my mind. So you might know me by several different names. <laughs> I used to I used to be known as Kendall on several platforms. Now I am just the sweet because I'm very sweet. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the sweet or no, sorry. My name is the sweet. My handle is at sweet underscore as underscore a heart. Everywhere else on WAPS, on Spanking Tube, on South Spanking, and on Recon, once I get that started, I am the sweet. Um, Also, if you just, like, stick your head out the window and say, who needs a spanking? I'll be running over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll give that a try. Um, Mm -hmm. And as for me, I am Red Spank Scott. Uh, You can find me vaguely occasionally on Spanked's hookups as Red SPK Scott, but everywhere else on Recon, on WAPS, on Self Spanking, no longer on Tumblr, they deleted my account on Tumblr. <laughs> Don't know why, but fine. Uh, but everywhere else also on Scruff, uh, I am Red Spank Scott, all one word. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I'm hoping to see you all at the Bad Boys Speaking Party. The event is listed on WAPS if you want to indicate your interest or if you're attending. Um, If you have questions about the event, we are still hammering out some final details. Please message me on WAPS so I can respond to you. With that, again, the sweet thank you so much for being on the podcast and telling everyone about your wonderful experiences. Thank you for having me. I didn't even, like, scratch the surface. (laughs) No, neither of us Thank you for having me. Uh, Behave out there. Yep. We'll see you all next time.